This is the Mach 1 Market Moment with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group in Northwest Arkansas. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment with Mach 1 Financial Group, retirement income planning specialist serving you in Northwest Arkansas. And today I'm with Mike Frost on the Mach 1 Market Moment. And Mike, let's talk about more than just investments. There's a lot more to retirement planning than just picking investments. So I thought we could discuss a few areas of retirement planning that come with some big decisions to make. These are things that everybody needs to think about. First of all, lifestyle. What do you have to say about that? Well, Ron, there is a lot more to retirement planning than just investments. One of the keys is what is your lifestyle now? We have lots of folks come in and they say, you know what, I want to have this much in retirement. But when we ask questions like, well, what are you spending today? What do you plan on spending in the future? And one of the keys is, do you have a budget? Without a budget, it's really hard for a financial planner to really give you a good plan going forward, not knowing what the expenditures are going to be. Well, you're talking about, you know, lots of different things as far as the lifestyle is concerned, and everybody is different. And I guess when you talk to someone for the first time, you know, you want to know what kind of a lifestyle that they're expecting to have in retirement, because it really can make a big difference. Absolutely, Ron. And one of those things is, do you plan to do a lot of travel? We like to budget in things called the go-go years, you know, from the time they retire for about 10 years. And then most people after that point are tired of traveling, seeing all they want to see, or may not be physically able to travel. So we want to plug those in into the retirement analysis just to see what that looks like for them and to make sure they have enough funds to do what they want to do in retirement. And of course, some people enjoy playing a lot of golf and that sort of thing. And other folks might not be so active, but I guess you have to consider hobbies, whatever they may be. Yeah, the retirement hobbies, it could be a lot more expensive than what they're currently spending. You know, if they like to play golf and all major golf courses in Hawaii and things like that, yeah, that's going to take a lot more resources. So we need to plan for that or or whatever their hobby might be, because you're going to have a lot more time now in retirement to do those hobbies. And we kind of touched on this just a moment ago, physical activity. Some folks are going to be more physically active than others, but that's another consideration that has to be taken in when you're thinking about your lifestyle and your retirement years. Your physical, how healthy you are, is going to have a huge impact on your retirement in a lot of different aspects. Here we're talking about more than just investments on today's edition of Mach 1 Market Moment. Social Security, that leads us to lots of different topics. And I know that there are certain things you need to talk about, whoever you're talking to, about Social Security. Ron, I was just in the lobby before we were recording this podcast and talking to a potential client, and the topic of Social Security comes up. It says, well, I think I should take it at 62. Well, that may or may not be the right case. For every year you delay taking your Social Security benefit past your full retirement age, for most people that's 66 or 67 or somewhere in between, your Social Security benefit grows by 8%. That's like getting an 8% return on your money. But if your family doesn't have longevity in it, then it may not make sense for you to wait to take it. But if you do, if all your parents and grandparents live to be in their 90s and 100, it may make great sense to delay taking your Social Security. So there's a lot of factors to go into taking it. A lot of folks would just say, well, I'm going to take it as soon as I can get it because it might not be there. Well, Social Security is going to be there. Right now, there's something called the Security Act that's working its way through the legislature. We've got a lot of bipartisan support for this, and it's going to help shore up 
what's going on with Social Security. If nothing happens between now and 2034, the trust fund, the trust fund for Social Security is supposed to be depleted. That doesn't mean Social Security has gone under. It just means the example I use, Ron, is that each person usually has a savings account and a checking account. You spend your money out of your checking account, and when that checking account is empty and you still have to buy something, you go to your savings account. Well, think of that as Social Security. The everyday payments comes out of the checking account, and when they're when that's empty, they go over to the trust fund. Well, according to the Social Security Administration, by 2034, the trust fund will be depleted, and then they'll only be able to meet about 77 to 80 percent of people's obligations. So if you were making $1,000 a month and 2034 comes up, then you're only going to get $750 to $800 a month. However, again, they're working on a law now called the Security Act that's a hope to shore this up. But again, all those come into play when you decide when you want to take your Social Security. Well, you need to decide when you want to start doing it, and also a couple of other things to think about, handling spousal options and tax strategies. What do you tell your folks about that? So, yes, Ron, the spousal benefits and all these other things that go along with Social Security, there's lots of little tentacles involved there. If you've been a stay-at-home spouse and you wonder what your Social Security is going to be, well, you're due at least half of what the working spouse has is their benefit. Now, if they take their benefit at 62, then your benefit will be forever reduced. So again, the time when you take your benefit makes a lot of impact on your spouse's benefit. And then you talk about tax strategies. Well, most people don't realize that 85% of your Social Security can be taxed in retirement based off something called provisional income. And again, we're getting in the weeds here, but there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to Social Security. And that's why a lot of folks need to come to see people like us at Mach 1 to help walk them through all these pieces to the puzzle. You're listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment with Mike Frost. I'm Rod Sutz. And let's talk about pensions. There are certain things that you need to consider when it comes to pensions and retirement as well. That's right, Ron. Pensions are a great thing. They're absolutely wonderful. Most companies are doing away with those today, but a lot of our folks that are in retirement now have pensions. So pension, bottom line is just a guaranteed benefit. As long as you're alive, you're going to get this money. As long as the company that you have the pension with is still in business. So again, a pension is a an asset of the company. If they go bankrupt, your pension goes along with it. However, so let's say you get a, a pension. Well, if you don't think the company's in really good shape, then you might want to go take, go ahead and take that as a lump sum. That way you have it. You can put that into an IRA and you can manage the investments. However, if it's a pension and it's paying really well and you don't think your, your investments can do as good as that, you might want to leave it with the company if you feel the company's going to be in good shape from now on. Other thing you need to think about is the pension just on you. Or is it on you and your spouse? If you do it for you and your spouse, it's going to be a lower benefit. We counsel people say, well, let's see what that lower benefit would be. And if the numbers work out, we might be able to just buy life insurance on the person receiving the pension to offset the difference it would be from pensioner only and pensioner and spouse together. Again, we have to work through the numbers, but using life insurance, you may go ahead and take your full pension just on you, take life insurance, and then if you were to pass away, we'd still have a benefit 
for their surviving spouse. But again, that all takes us getting into the numbers and knowing exactly what's available. Well, so far we've talked about lifestyle, social security, and pensions. And how about home-related issues? There are folks who go through a lot of changes when they move into retirement. Sometimes, you know, maybe downsizing or, or other things take place. What's your advice on that? Well, Ron, again, it depends on the person. If they have their home paid for, you know, moving costs a lot. I mean, when you relocate from even the same town, you got to have someone come pack it up. You got to move it. You got to pay closing costs, a new place, so on and so forth. So it doesn't always work out. It sounds good. Well, let's downsize, but it may cost you more to downsize than it's worth in the long run. Again, it like most things, it depends. We have to look at the numbers. Relocating. Are you relocating from a high cost of living area that has maybe a state income tax to a low cost of living area with no state income tax. We can help run through those numbers and see if that makes sense for you. We very seldom would recommend home equity lines of credit or a reverse mortgage. Now that works out for some people, but if you broad brush approach, we're not looking to go into debt to finance our retirement years. We'd rather do some other things versus going into debt. And there are reverse mortgages, and I know some people are high on those and others say, you know, caution, but what's your what's your take on it? Uh, and some people, it's a perfect option, but I would say a broad brush, the fees that are attached to most reverse mortgages probably will outweigh the benefits. Now, if you don't have any heirs you want to leave your property to and it's just you and your spouse and you need some extra income, then that may be a situation it would work out. It goes back to the earlier statement. It really is going to depend on the person in the situation. And you really need to talk to someone, a professional, an advisor to figure out how can we make this work and are there any other potential opportunities that we can look at versus going into debt? I just wanted to ask you about one more thing here, Mike, and that is health questions. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, and they're even hesitant to think about health questions. But, you know, if you don't consider this and if you don't make arrangements for it, then it can really totally destroy your retirement. Healthcare is probably one of the biggest concerns pre-retirees have. And again, just talking to someone just a few minutes ago, uh, you know, they're financially, they could retire any day now. Their biggest concern is what's my health care cost going to be? And even in retirement, once you turn 65, you have to, you're required to sign up for Medicare, even though you might not take it, if you're still working, you have to sign up for it or you'll be penalized. But before that, well, even in retirement at 65, and if you're on Social Security, they're going to take Medicare payments out of your Social Security. Medicare is not free. People say, well, I wait 65 and I got free health. No, depending on your income, in your working years, it will depend on how much you have to pay for your Medicare in retirement. So Medicare, again, is not free. So we need to, you need to build that into your budget. And then Medicare only pays about 80% of any of the bills. So you got to have some type of Medigap or gap insurance. A lot of people call it a supplement. And that's, you know, there's another expense. So you got to make sure you have all of these. And then we haven't even talked about nursing home or assisted living or healthcare, uh, home healthcare. So we got to think about all those. And then depending on the person's assets and things like that, we'll determine, do we really need to have long-term care insurance? How do we plan for Medicare? All of those things. Again, it takes sitting down with someone and going through the numbers and help you make an informed decision on the choices you make for those things. 
Certainly a lot of things to think about when it comes to retirement, and it's about so much more than just investments. And Mike, I would suggest that folks give you a call and come in and have a conversation with you about their retirement. The number to call if you'd like to do that is 479-876-2100. That will put you in touch with Mach 1 Financial Group, your retirement income planning specialists. And again, that number is 479-876-2100. This is the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.